everyone. Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast from the Grove Church. I'm Charlie Lofton, the lead pastor there, and thank you so much for joining us. And we are starting a new series today and follow up to our previous series that we did. We're kind of exploring kind of what Mormonism is. And so we're going to start another series today. And we're going to talk some about Hinduism. And I have two global travelers, experts, theologians, world religion scholars. I've got Nate the Great. What's up, dude? What's up? And Marky Mark. <laughs> Nate the Great and Marky Mark, what's mm-hmm. up? Mm-hmm. Were those books out? Were the Nate the Great books, were they out when you oh, were yeah. a kid? You oh, yeah. like you, like you fact, had all I've, of them. You had all of them. Because I didn't know my middle name as a kid, I thought my middle name was The Great because my parents called me Nate the Great. Okay. I don't want to get too distracted away from the podcast. You didn't know your middle name I when did, you were a child. My teacher was trying to help me out and asked what my parents say after they say my first name and they say the great. So I was, as far as I knew, my middle name was the great. Oh, fair enough. Mark, did you know your middle name as a child growing up? I, I did. I did not know my birthday though. I put, I put the wrong birthday on a test one time. I so. apologize to the podcast listening audience. I thought I was bringing out two experts. really smart guys the onto the experts. podcast, but I guess if I didn't know their middle name, didn't know their birthday. Hey, right, so we're going to be talking about Hinduism um, over these next few episodes, guys. And Honestly, one of the things I was thinking about is of all the kind of different sorts of religions or denominations that are out there, Hinduism is probably the one that's like probably the strangest to be like to be an expert in, right? Because there's not, you know, there's not a whole lot. Most people will live their whole lives and not meet someone who is Hindu. So just just tell me a little bit. Like you're here because you obviously got I, I know that you guys know a lot about Hinduism and have interacted with a lot of Hindu people. Why don't you just kind of tell me a little bit about your story that's kind of came up, how did it come about that you have a connection, a draw, a love for Hindu people? You you go first. Yeah, in college, I really honestly, I don't know if I'd had any geography classes. Again, I didn't know my birth date. So I don't know if I could have picked India out on a map in high school, honestly. But then when I was in college and I got involved in a Bible study, and a guy started inter- introducing us to different parts of the world. And India was one of those places. And then when I graduated, the same guy was taking a bunch of people there and asked me to come kind of last minute. Somebody dropped out and he said, Hey, can you, can you come for three weeks? And, um, at that point I'd, I'd prayed a lot for India. I had studied quite a bit, but I didn't really know anything. And that three weeks at that point I was married and uh, my wife didn't get to go with me which is a huge part of our story because then I came back and said, Hey, let's, let's move there. And she said, uh, you can, um, (laughs) but yeah, so that's kind of how it started. That was 1999 and I've been involved ever since. So what was it about that three weeks? that really kind of maybe just drew you to the people or to the culture. Yeah. Nate actually, and I were just talking about this in the car. It's a, uh, it's a really difficult thing to explain. I have seen through the years, having taken a lot of people to India, haven't interacted with a lot of people who have been there, even people who do travel the world a lot, that there's even either a love or a hate. It's, mm. uh, there's very few people who are just kind of about, about India. Right. And um, <laughs> one day after we had made a trip, I was back and I was at this church on Thursday and out at the dumpster. That was the day that it was really smelly out there because they put all of the trash from the, you know, Wednesday night activities Right. in the dumpster. And um, I stood there and took in the smell because mm-hmm. it reminded me of India. 
like somebody would smell a flower or something that would bring back good memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the moment that I realized that I was broken or something, whatever it was, I had it bad that I would enjoy that smell. Sometimes I, I've me. never heard anybody put it that way, but I've done the same thing with like pollution on the road. Like my windows are down and I'm like, oh, that mm. smells like India. doesn't smell good, but it smells like India. So I kind of like it. And it brings back good memories, even though it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So cool. Whatever that is. <laughs> Nate, Nate, how about you? Yeah, my story is a little different. It was in long story short, just my opportunity out of college, God had changed my heart for people, changed my heart for the world. And I was just trying to figure out what the best vehicle to, to get overseas, get around people who didn't know Jesus was. So that was kind of just my job opportunity. Um, and I didn't really care at the time, whether it was India or China or Japan or wherever, I just wanted to be over there and uh, fell in love with India in as much as it was the first my first home post-college, my first five years as an adult and fell in love with it that way, but maybe not as deep-seated as having two decades of just longing for it and loving it. Mm. So so your heart was more for just missions in general. Sure. Yeah. And the best, I wouldn't want to say easiest, easy and is, isn't the <laughs> right word, maybe simplest for where you were. It was the simplest option for you to go with the org that you were connected with and to yeah. go to India. Yeah. Okay, so I ask a question, and this is not this is not a trick, and this is not a. I ask a question about Hinduism, and you guys both give answers about your journey to India and your heart for India and Indian people, which is really cool. Which maybe we can kind of help me and help us kind of understand Hinduism. Is it the same? Is that the same thing? Like, in Indi- Indians are Hindus and Hindus are Indians, and so obviously, I mean those. The Venn diagram of that isn't exactly the same, but obviously there's some correlation. So maybe one of you guys can help help us understand that. Yeah, I was actually thinking, I hope you bring that up because that's, um, it is. I mean, basically we're talking about a place in the world which is really different than other world religions. Um, you know, it's, um, we are from America, we're called Americans. If you're from India, you're called Hindustani. Um, Hindustani? Hindustani. So that's like, I mean, that's... Is that a Hindi word? No. That's a, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. Okay. It's a great question. I just, uh, but if you're from that soil, if you're from that place, then you are Hindu. That's the culture. Well, that's and if the, you look up even the etymology of the word, it's, that's, that's how it originated was a geographical locational thing. So it was the people on, the, on that side of the Indus River. And in, in relationships, I think both of us have been in, if I ask the question can I become a Hindu? My Hindu friend would say, no, you're not from <laughs> India. Right. So, so, so I was, Nepal. I was looking this up because I'm just trying to at least be 5% knowledgeable as I'm kind of facilitating this podcast. That's what we hope to. Well, I've got <laughs> way higher hopes for you, bro. But you know, a place like Nepal has a high number of Hindu. So is that, is that because they, that's just where Indian people have moved to or is in, being Indian more of a, a race than a nationality. I'm going to say something I think's right. You correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it from, from Everest and that whole river valley, right? So it's, Yeah, you know, that's actually a great question. I, I would guess that it's just simply that's still on the other side of the river from wherever the people who named Hindus were 
Right. So the current geopolitical borders right. of right. India are not the same as what India was when Hinduism came to be. Right. Well, and, and we were going to draw the distinction, too, between North and South India, and I think Nepal would be an extension of North, North India. India. I mean, a lot of the, which we can get into all the different, you know, gods and cultures and subcultures from village to village, from place to place, from state to state in India are super diverse. And so as you move upwards through the country, Nepal is going to look very different from South, South India, but then it's going to be very gradual from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay. so. Hinduism then is a religion that is primarily a regional or ethnic religion centered around India, but maybe some other countries that are border India that were Indians before there was this political political. Okay, so is is Hindu? I mean, would you just if if I were going to say, guy at its core, is Hinduism a religion? I mean, that's I know it's kind of a weird word because. You know, in your world history class you took in high school or you're taking a comparative religion class, the answer is obviously yes. But I'm going to ask that question in a really awkward way and just see how you answer it. <laughs> well, I can say this. If we, a lot of the things that we're going to say or answer today, just depending, if you ask 100 different Hindus, they would have 100 different answers. I think this is a question that I got. Uh, there's definitely a theme that usually the answer I would get is it's just a way of life. Okay. Rarely would, would somebody say, no, this is, in fact, usually they would say this is not a religion. Or um, they would say it's a religion. They would say yes to that question. And they would also say yes to it's a culture and yes to culture. it's a whatever, ethnicity. Yes mm-hmm. to. Okay, so probably the, the, the way that a similar example that you can kind of compare and contrast if you want that probably more people are familiar with is if someone were to say that they were Jewish right? You can be Jewish and just strictly be ethnically Jewish and have no religion. You can be ethnically Jewish and be a Christian, or you, or, or you can be Jewish and be ethnically Jewish and religiously Jewish, or you could just be religiously Jewish. And I think people right. have that sort of category. How, do, how does that compare to kind of at least your understanding? And again, when you're talking about a, a world religion with billion people, there's going to be a lot of diversity, but in your understanding, how, do, how does it, how does your understanding of Hinduism compare to that? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's all of that and more. It's, 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 it's almost fair game. Like it's, it is when I think about all the different world religions, it's the only one on the list that doesn't really have a doctrine, which we can, I'm sure get right. into, but it's just, I kind of lost my train of thought because I have so many thoughts, but yeah, ask me again. I just, I passed it to you because he was drawing the distinction between uh, Judaism and... Sure, sure. Well, that Judaism is is super strict. There's a strict doctrine. There's something super strict to convert into. Mm. Hinduism, there's no conversion into it. You Like you said earlier, you either are or you aren't. You're born into it or you're not. I mean, to take it to, to the flip side of the coin is most Hindus slash Indians, you know, it's like you can also use, that's actually a simple tool too that we've talked about where I think you can interchange the word Indian with Hindu, whereas we would never interchange the words American and Christian, but they would because that's their understanding of okay. cultural yeah. religion. It's all one and the same in their minds. So 
even though it's, like you said, impossible to make blanket statements, most Indians, I think, would, and most Hindus would say they view, they would view Americans as all being Christian from a Christian culture because American equals Christian, just like Hinduism equals India, even though for us, that's not exactly the same thing. So when they look at Hollywood, they might label that all as Christian because it's a Christian culture. Okay. Okay. That, 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 that makes a lot of sense. So like Mark said, and like you're saying too, it's not, it's not a belief system that you would convert to where you're like, okay, I want to, I, I, I like, I like your vibe. I like your perspective. I want to become that, that would, for, at least for their, from their perspective, that would just be weird. Right. Right. You can follow what they follow, but there's no need to convert into it or follow some formal process. There's just, you follow it how you want to follow it. We follow it how we want to follow it. And it's so vast. I mean, there's so many different takes on what that looks like to follow it. I mean, all of my neighbors look there the way that they followed Hinduism was different from house to house. Okay. So, all right. So we'll spend some more time in the next episode specifically just kind of talking about what apparently now is going to be a really weird and awkward conversation about the belief system of Hindus. As you've said, there really is not a core belief. So that'll be a real fun episode. We can't get it wrong. It's nice. I, I need optimists like you <laughs> in my life. It, I'm sitting it. there thinking we can't say anything right, confident. but you're saying you can't, you can't say anything wrong. Can't. Whatever we say, is, there is going to be a group that uh, that definitely adheres to I love that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this question because I, I've, I spent one week in India with a group of, of Christians that were there to kind of meet people in the Christian church in India. And it seems like that there is, I mean, it's not as a percentage, it's pretty small, but volumes of numbers because of how many people there are in India. There, there see a lot of people that are from India and are part of a Christian church. Are they then, are they Hindus? Well, this is where, and these are a lot of things that early on, I, uh, you probably pretty quickly were introduced to this, but I didn't understand the ramifications of, of the British rule in India. Okay. And that when the, the British had a stint that they were in control and one of the things that they did, they looked at the Indian culture, the Hindu culture and said, man, this is, this is all craziness. This is weird stuff. It's all bad. And if these, if this, if this people, if they want to do life in a Western way, then that would be awesome. We'll let them do that. And the way that they can move from that culture to our culture uh, and identify with Western culture is through baptism. Okay. And so now, generation after generation, there's a group of, of people, there's a huge number of Christians. I don't know what the percentage is today, but... Um, Small percentage, but big number. Right. And it, and it goes back to that day. So in a large part... Those, if you went to one of those churches, it would feel very much like you were in the West, you know, the worship. They they sang Chris Tomlin songs. Right. And the guy and the pastor had a degree from Dallas Theological Seminary. Right. And they eat meat, which is a Hindu no-no. They wear their shoes in the sanctuary, which is a a Hindu no-no. I'm I'm making some generalizations, but before Chris Tomlin, they were singing from hymnals. They're, (laughs) They're brides, Mary in white dresses, which is something that uh, widows in Hinduism wear, which is a weird, a really kind of crazy thing to think about. So it's a drastically different culture. So they are, and you can affirm or deny what he just said. So 
So from from a from a from a pure Hindu's perspective, they would look at that and say it's not just simply that they have changed religions per se. They would say that Indians who worship in a Western Christian church like that have rejected the culture. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. is that how you would describe it? Yeah, and that comes with a lot of emotional baggage and in a broad brushstroke. Yeah, is is typically looked down upon and felt you would feel feelings of betrayal and dismissal and that. And, and might result in being somewhat, you know, excommunicated from your family or communi- community because that's essentially what you've elected to do in their minds is right. to no longer be part of that. So, yeah. And to go back to something that Nate said earlier, if, if Western culture and Christianity are one the same in the mind of a Hindu parent, and now your child is joining this immoral culture. Immoral. Okay. Right? Okay. So it's a, it's a, I've been watching Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. These are Christians. And they are, and the way that the, the violence, the sexuality. Mm-hmm. That's what Christians do. And so now I'm, I'm identifying, like I'm, I'm identifying with the most sexualized movie or television show I can imagine because I've converted to this religion that is defined by that culture. Right. Well, and, or we've got a family member that, or you remember when so-and-so, our neighbor had their, their son, totally rejected our neighborhood, our society, our culture, and started eating beef and did X, Y, Z to become part of this other community. I mean, it's not necessarily just the background noise of what Hollywood looks like and what... But the way, the way, the way that functionally plays out is a rejection of... Yeah. It's a, it's a totally new group. Yeah. And then they can no longer do all the festivals and the holidays and the... Right. Because, because the Christian culture will look at that and say that is all demonic and bad. And so you need to step away from that. So what so are you to your no family longer, if you can't be part of all, you can't if, you can't be, if you can't go to Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I join a Christian, I'm, I'm born in India. I join a Christian church in India. I'm, I am distancing myself from Hindu. It's not just, I'm not changing belief systems. I am changing belief systems, but it's more than that. I, it's a, it's a complete and culture rejection. I, would both parties agree on that? Would the would the Christian Indians say I'm rejecting the culture as much as the Hindu the the Hindu Hindus would <laughs> would would say that they are? Maybe that's hard to say. What? Well, I'm going off of the friends I have that have gone back to their families and apologized. Sure, they the Christian culture really did pull them away, right, and tell them to 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 move away, and then they also got rejected by family for the decision. But um, they also regret the way that they just turned their back on family. Well, and in fairness, too, this goes back to British rule, too, because it's actually a legal process. Baptism is a legal process. That it, puts it is a legal, a pro- legal, a proce- legal it's, it's a legal proceeding <laughs> that puts you under a different set of civil law. So constitutionally, you are part of a new group governed by different laws. Okay, the way you get, marry, the way you bury. Okay, just, you, you, just, you just blew my mind just a little bit. <laughs> Okay, so there are different sets of laws in India based on your culture slash religion. Mm-hmm. If you're Muslim, if you're Hindu, if you're Christian. Sikh. Sikh. Okay. Wow. All right. So this is a loaded question and it's a and it's a probably an unfair question to ask at the very end of an episode. So I can if I be, I, I become a Christian and and theoretically I'm rejecting the culture. Is it possible to stay a cultural Hindu 
and change your belief system to what we would call a Christian belief system. And I'm still, I'm still a, a Hindu, but I have a belief system that is consistent with, let's just say, what we call Christianity. Completely. Which is, it, you know, it, for both of us, it takes, it's taken some time to like get our minds around what that means. But the more conversations you're, you're in and the more you realize what we're talking about is true, the more you see that somebody can be American and be a Jesus follower. Right. In the same way that they can be Hindu and be a, be a Jesus follower. Um, and even follow him in ways that look very Indian culturally. Okay. Because most of those things are, even though they have ties and have been used to worship idols and, and other things, they don't have to be. They're also beautiful worship styles that can be used to worship Jesus also. Okay. Uh, well, and going back to what I said uh, at the beginning, if, if Hinduism is a culture with no specific doctrine, I mean, if anything, even in the, in the Constitution, I believe there's a rule or a statement that any Hindu can basically follow whatever they want. So if that, if that is the doctrine that you can follow whatever you want, then you can follow Jesus. You can follow Jesus exclusively. And there's no reason why if one family views the oil lamp one way and another family views the oil lamp another way and one family views the festival of Diwali one way and that you can't celebrate Diwali as a festival of good over evil and light over darkness because at the core, that's what it is. Can you, I mean, I'd turn the question back on anybody else sorting through it. It's can, can you, can you celebrate Jesus as the returning King light over darkness, good over evil? You know, it's a, can, can Diwali be redeemed? Mm. And so then I make sure that I'm completely tracking with this. So let's just say that a Christian missionary from Africa were to come to America and they would, it's like, I, I don't want to bring, I want to bring Christian, I want to bring Christianity here. And it's, you know, and so it's like, I've got to figure out of what I'm experiencing, like how much of this is culture and how much of it is religion and belief system and then there's some things, oh, well, you, you, can still, you can still do that and be like that and be American in this way. But these are the things that if you're going to be a follower of Jesus that you can't do. So is, that, is that kind of the process then where then people who are going to India would be like, okay, some of this is just culture and Jesus, God is a respecter of very varying cultures. But some of this is... You know, some of, some of it is a, what would be, well, again, we'll talk about it the next time, but it's a, a, a wrong belief system about who God is and who Jesus is, that kind of thing. So you just, mm-hmm. you learn to separate it, not just throw it, throw it all out. Right. Okay. And I guess, I guess my, I'm, I, 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 you know, that's controversial on both sides, I guess a little bit, because yeah. I guess some Christians would be like, Absolutely. It's, it's all tainted, mm-hmm. right? And then some people on more of the strict Hindu side would be like, it's all sacred. You can't, you can't separate it. Absolutely. And then but it's it, been controversial since the Jerusalem Council in Acts 15. Oh right. my, oh my word. I was wondering when you were going to drop it. I, I did it. I did it. <laughs> yeah, it but you, con- do you have a is. comment on the Acts 15 drop <laughs> you just put on us? Well, it's, I mean, it's talking about this specific issue and, and, and it gives so much clarity to it because everything. Well, you gotta, okay, stop. Everything about. You got to pretend that people who are listening have no idea what we're talking about. You drop an Acts 15 Jerusalem Council <laughs> and. 
Well, you, you dropped it. You, no, you no, 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 So when it comes to walking alongside Hindus trying to figure out who Jesus is or Africans walking with Americans trying to figure out who Jesus is, there's a lot of freedom and a lot of trust in the spirit to guide us through that and more freedom than maybe we think there is. Mm -hmm. And sure, there's lines somewhere, but I also think just like me figuring out what does it look like to walk with Jesus in my fraternity, those lines are going to look a little bit different maybe from person to person. That's a great idea. Cool. Well, we're going we're gonna to put a pause on it for right here, and I'll kind of give you and the listeners kind of a, an outline probably for where we're headed. We'll probably spend a couple of different episodes kind of navigating the belief systems that you've already told me are vague and various, and then maybe also just kind of then spend some time talking about probably what a lot of people's conceptions are about what Hinduism and how, how true or universal some of these ideas that people have about Hinduism are. And then we'll kind of wrap it up by just kind of talking about, you know, here in Northwest Arkansas, there's a number of people who are from India and in a Hindu community. What, what, what advice would you give to someone who is trying to love that community well? So that's kind of where we're headed over the next two episodes. Marky Martin, Nate the Great, thanks so much for um, being here with us. And thank you to everybody who joined us. And as always, we would love to connect with you any way that we can at the Grove Church. If you are local, we'd love to see you on a Sunday. If you're not, you can join us streaming. Regardless of who you are and where you are, you can find us at thegrovechurch.org slash connect. Let us know if you're listening. Let us know any way that we can help you, pray for you. We would love to hear from you. And again, I'm Charlie Lofton, the lead pastor there. And thank you so much for joining us.